0: Love Talk Radio.
1: What's up, everybody? It's the mayor of Slamtown, Johnny Mundo, and you're listening to On The Mat Radio with Fabi Chulo.
2: I'm talking about right there a little crazy train action going on. But for the people listening to us, you're here live. As you can see, I'm a little bit under the weather. Got some uh, little cough action going on. So if I start coughing in the middle of the broadcast, I apologize from the beginning. But um, back, I'm by myself. Like as you all know, Cody Rhodes, no more Cody Rhodes producing, no more KC producing. It's just me. So big show. Don't forget, you can always go to onthemat.com, check out all the latest information and everything like that there uh got some new stuff up there i'm not too sure what they have because i haven't been on there so i maybe i should but anyways that as well as myluckygee.com make sure you check out some of the my lucky gee stuff that they have out there some great geese with some super super nice material so make sure you check that out big light up today trying to jump right back into it um as you all know college wrestling is like fire right now it's just really it's always uh Heavy between Ohio and Okomoke, oh, Ohio, uh, Iowa and Penn State right now. And then as I was watching, right now I'm watching Northern Iowa against Wisconsin. They put that Iowa's already regular Iowa, I don't know if, if you call it regular, is already wrapped up the Big Ten. So who better to talk about some collegiate wrestling as we start heading into the um, championships? Then Jimmy Jones. Jimmy Jones, you know, Virginia Tech, been coaching for a while. I always go to him because he's just a wealth of knowledge on the college wrestling scene see what we got to look forward to. A lot of seniors graduating, but especially they had a a special the other day. As a matter of fact, it was called On the Mat uh, on the Big Ten Network, and I shot a screenshot over to Scotty, let him know that they're using On the Mat, which is a big no-no because we actually have the rights to it, and he's fought long and hard for that On the Mat moniker. So anyways – uh, watched that and they were showing how Ohio State especially has a lot of freshmen that they're grooming a lot of people coming up in the ranks which is going to be college wrestling is just going to be slamming for the next you know three or four years for sure so got Jimmy Jones coming on to talk about that then we got Jamie Cannon Milanowski, who's a great friend of the show as you guys know she's been coming on forever uh, since, she, since I saw her back at King of the Cage she's got a big uh, fight coming up uh, Spartan fights something like that so we're going to talk to her always huge when we have her on the show So we'll be talking to her about that. Then, as you guys saw, if you follow me on my social media, at the last uh, minute, we got Kayam, the luchador, coming on. As you know, him and I go back a long ways, big rivals or whatever. He was supposed to be at a show not too long ago, and he didn't make it. But he did call and tell me, hey, man, I'm not going to make that show because we were supposed to wrestle over there, which turned into a three-way dance with me, Robbie Phoenix, and Phoenix Star. So now, going to have him on at the about the eight o'clock hour to talk about he's actually given me uh him and Vito Fratelli went over for the tag belts over at Lucha Libre Alliance and his first title defense is going to be against myself and Jason Castro he wants to see if the American luchadores can hang with the Mexican luchadores and I guess you throw Italian in there since Vito Fratelli's in there so we'll check that out that's all coming up on March 8th March 7th we got Amped Up Wrestling, I believe that's the comp domain. We talked to Nicolette about that uh, last week. So a lot of stuff coming up and the wrestling and stuff like that. Huge UFC coming up this weekend. They've been doing shows almost every weekend for this past maybe month or so. So got that to look forward. But huge Bellator coming on tomorrow, Friday. Ed Ruth, Penn State alumni. He's on the main card in the main event. Um, That's going to be huge. Everybody knows Ed Ruth, man, that guy. I want to talk to Jimmy Jones a little bit about that, too, because I think for some reason, once those wrestlers get into the mixed martial arts, they they feel like they have something to prove. and want to start swinging when I think they should just, you know, close that distance, shoot in there, and uh, take them to the ground and do what what they know best. So we'll talk to him a little bit about that. So make sure you hang on and check that out. All right, we'll go take a quick break. I'm gonna get to Jimmy Jones. We're gonna talk some collegiate wrestling, talk some Ed Ruth, and maybe talk a little bit about catching some Gators out in Florida. So hang with us. We'll be right back after this. Everybody back here live at On The Mat Radio. Don't forget, you can always go to onthemat.com. Check out all the latest information there, as well as Um, Huge show tonight. We're going to get to Jimmy Jones in just a second. Hopefully, um, I'll be able to get him because you know how that goes. Dial him up real quick. As I said before, watching a little uh, uh, Northern Iowa against Wisconsin, which is cool. So hopefully, we'll get to, oh, sounds like we got, got some dial tone, which is always a plus hello hey jimmy jones it's Fabiano. you're live on on the mat radio can you hear me my friend
1: yes sir how you doing buddy
2: <laughs> I, i'm just a tad bit under the weather I, it's funny because real quick for the people listeners don't forget you're here on on the mat radio and it's just me just Fabi Chulo. no more cody Rhodes producing no more casey it's just me so uh, make sure you check do
1: i out. need to move out there uh, and be your be your new I, radio partner
2: you know it, it's, it's funny because i've been through uh, this is my third producer that that I've been through, and he's not able to, um, for circumstances beyond his control, which kind of sucks, Jimmy, because he was just, you know, Cody was just a regular dude, like like you, he liked to go chase alligators or whatever you guys do or whatever. I mean, this dude even wore camouflage suspenders under his scrubs at work, and, and he, you know, he he'd been with me for about a year and a half you know once you start getting into it he's been with me to like you know different dojos judo jiu-jitsu uh you know wrestling and everything and he really started to get acclimated and people started to know who he was and you know you kind of develop a for lack of a better term like a relationship and then you know just the bottom dropped out and he was gone so yeah i I like jody yeah i called scotty you know the the owner and the proprietor of uh on the man, he's like, dude, why don't you just do it yourself? He goes, stop, you know, depending on everybody else, you know, learn, learn the system or whatever. So it took me a while, but I, I mean, as you know, I'm Mexican. It took me a good two or three tries, and then that's what you have kids for. I'm totally, <laughs> I'm totally like Jessica. I need your help, you know, whatever. So, but but we're here, we got it, and and it is kind of cool because I could kind of see what i want to do or whatever but anyways real quick before we could uh, i gotta tell you right now i'm watching northern iowa against wisconsin so i want to talk a few things that i want to talk about but I, I mean i gotta tell you man this is the first year that they've just been showing so much wrestling on the big 10 network i mean usually they'll show maybe i would say eight to ten uh, matches a year but dude they're coming up 15 16 this is like do you think finally people are starting to realize how good collegiate wrestling is or, or you think it's just nothing <laughs> else on or what, what do you attribute that to
1: No, I really do. I think, you know, I think the explosion of MMA made a lot of people see that, you know, where wrestlers once, the only opportunity they had was the Olympics. Now, wrestling is like a, almost like a a breeding facility for future MMA fighters. So, I think my point is, is I think college wrestling is getting... You know, with, with the other outlets like Flow Wrestling, Grow Wrestling, you know, these media outlets that, you know, uh, contribute to the sport, you know, helps it grow. And, and the Big Ten is a pretty dominant wrestling, you know, that's where all the the big programs are kind of in, you know, except a few, you know, so it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. You know, I, I remember they had, you know, wrestling on the Big Ten, but it was like, you know, far and few between and now – you know, you can scroll down and where you would see basketball, you'll see college wrestling, college wrestling, college oh, yeah. wrestling, and this is before the NCA's. It used to be just the NCA's and a little bit of Big Ten. So now, coverage of NCA's has gotten big. So yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's it's growing. Yeah. yeah,
2: but as we as we speak, you know, Iowa. It's it's usually always Iowa, Penn State, Iowa, Penn State, and uh, Iowa has already clinched the Big Ten division, which is which is pretty cool. But I'm thinking that the ultimate goal is to win the national championship. Now, Iowa's on fire. You know, Penn State's always there. Now, is that just because – it's weird because, you know, the the talent is there on both sides. But this year it just seems like Iowa's just so freaking fired up. I mean, it's just – like I'm watching Northern Iowa against Wisconsin right now. And there's maybe – I'm going to say – 3,500 people, if that. But, God dang, man, when Penn State comes to town against Iowa, we're talking eight, 14, you know, eight, 9, 9, yeah. it was
1: 14,905 people, and I think it was like the 18th highest attendance record for Carver-Hawkeye right. Arena. And we, You and I have spoke about it in the past. That's on my bucket list, you know, besides, oh, me too. you know, swimming with a great white with no cage. My other bucket <laughs> list is to go to, you know, to, to go experience Carver Hawkeye arena around guys like Royce Alger and Mark Ryland and, and all the greats. Cause everybody's there. Like it's oh, yeah. who, the who's who of wrestling Mecca is there from Gable. And then you got the, you know, people, I, I read a lot of the comments on Iowa, you know, there's a, the fans are crazy, but I think it's a good crazy. And it the the PSU match. And I'll break it down real quick. You know, Penn State lost to Arizona State early in the season. That yeah. was a big upset. But Coach Sanderson, he made some adjustments, pulling some red shirts out, you know, um, and he made some adjustments to his lineup going into the Iowa uh, dual meet. And, you know, the, it was only 19 to 17, where it kind of yeah. looked like in the early in the season it might be a blowout due to the, you know, Penn State's earlier losses. However, when you got a coach as strategic as – Coach Sanderson and, and that staff, you know, they're gonna make some adjustments and they did at the right time, even though they lost. You know, um, they you know, DeSanto went down with the injury. Uh, you know, Marinelli he he, he lost. Um, but uh, is it Kermer? Uh, I can't yeah. He was overhaul. It was a kid that, from Iowa overhaul.
2: Yeah, um
1: uh, the returning yeah, so I mean but you know, Iowa's upperweights are, are, are pretty tough this year I was upper weights are pretty tough and I think that's where it sets the difference between years prior is that they were stacked in their lower weights but now they've got a good upper weight you know uh, lineup you know uh, Abe Assad at 184 even though they have Brands' uh, son in there you know that was they were flip-flopping that weight a little bit and you know so it was it was good on both parts you know uh i i i think the Iowa's coaching staff they they're so fun to watch people don't like the brands' uh personality the way they're just, <laughs> yeah but then you got Ryan Morningstar who i just start i'm in facebook jail for another 18 more days oh so my i'm always getting yeah. so i started my twitter handle and 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 Ryan uh Morningstar the one of the head assistants at Iowa you know i keep up with him and he keeps up with me cuz i'm a big fan But, you know, they have a great coaching staff, and uh, it's just hard to not be pumped up to walk in the Carver-Hawkeye arena and see all those people. If you're a Hawkeye, it's intimidating if you're on the other end of it, you know?
2: But, see, that's what I'm saying. You think a lot of the uh, other schools, especially when you go up against a Penn State or an Iowa, you think those other schools get fired up, and it's like this is, you know – this is it, man, we're going up against Iowa and Penn State, and they kind of get up as Arizona State did and, and you know, like kind of raise their game?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, in all honesty, you have to in order to compete. Arizona State has a great coaching staff and Zeke Jones, and uh, Lee Pritz is on that staff, oh, too, yeah. who I've known for a good while from Virginia. Um, and even though he wrestled in Florida, he's good friends with guys I grew up with in Virginia. So Arizona State has a great program, and I know there were some bombshells today. I don't know if you kept up with Facebook, but their returning NCAA champ,
2: uh,
1: oh, man, uh, Valencia, is that his name? Uh, yeah,
2: Zaid, Zaid Valencia?
1: Yeah, Zaid Val- yeah, I believe he's suspended. Uh, I, now, oh, I, like, I don't like to go – you know, I, I, before I even, like, speak on those things, I'll yeah. look at the credibility. And, of course, you know, it's coming from credible sites. And that's sad because he was a stud. I don't know what yeah. for. Um, You know, obviously uh, I didn't really get into detail and I don't like to even put those details out, even if it's already publicly out. It's just a sad stipulation. But yeah, these guys that get up for these big programs, they're going against, but I do feel home field advantage for both Penn State and both Iowa. It's got to be intimidating as you're as a wrestler, like, you know, uh, Northern Iowa, Oklahoma State going into Carver. Hawkeye yeah. arena and having not just to wrestle your opponent, but that crowd. Oh, so, yeah. You, yeah. Know, it, it, you know, it's it, it's like the Hulk Hogan days when he would, you know, yeah. fling his wrist to his <laughs> ear, you know, to get the yeah. crowd pumped up. It's kind of the same way at Carver Hawkeye. So it's 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 nice to see. It's something that I think you and I should plan on, you know, getting oh. up and going out there. when
2: it is definitely on the bucket list. I mean, I, I got I got so close when I was working for King of the Cage. It was uh, on a Saturday, and, or on a Sunday, I think it was, and I was going to do King of the Cage on a Saturday. And for some reason, I don't know what happened. I think they sent Dean, the other announcer, up there, and I went to Arizona. And I literally almost started crying. I mean, I was like, God dang it, I was so close. Because everybody, the, the referees that, that were flying up there with us, everybody was going to go check it out. So instead of getting to check it out, Everybody went, and I had to go to Arizona, but, you know, it, so it was close, but I definitely want to check that out. Now, real quick before we continue, for the people, listeners, you're here, you're at on the mat radio with Fabi Chulo, just me. Uh, nobody bringing us in and out but me, and we're talking to Jimmy Jones, talk a little bit about the college wrestling and stuff like that. Now, you know, not only do they have the Big Ten Network, and let me tell you something, Jimmy, I pay probably cost $200 a month in cable because I got to have everything. I got to have the Luchas from Mexico. I got to have the Japanese, yeah. everything. And now they put the ACC channel on. And that um, that's when I saw North Carolina and I saw um, uh, Kenny Monday's kid wrestle. Oh my goodness, this kid. Uh, I, I, I've i heard he was wrestling, but I haven't seen him. But I mean, this kid, to me, he, he reminds me a lot of Zahid Valencia. He's really tall. And he's got those long arms and stuff like that. And if he wraps you up, you know, you, you're, he's, he was doing really, uh, really well getting back points and stuff like that because he just has them so wrapped up. Now, coming from somebody like Kenny Monday, you know, he's got the, you know, he's got the jeans or whatever. Um, it, I, I was thinking it was going to be a lot of extra pressure on him, but he was just like, cool, man. That man was just uh, relaxed or whatever. So you think that kind of works to his advantage, you know, that his dad's there and he, and he kind of knows what to do?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes you know, pedigree or genes, you know, like w- with a guy like him, and, and not to mention a good, co- a great coaching staff at UNC. I mean, <laughs> yeah. the ACC. I, I mean, I know Campbell, uh, University of Campbell's in North Carolina. I almost wrestled there. Um, while I was recruited there, and now Kerry Colad has that program. My point is, is that these other programs like Virginia, Virginia Tech. Uh, yeah. UNC and Campbell that are all located in Virginia, North Carolina are bringing in. They're they're becoming top twenty, top five. Virginia was top five, you yeah. know, uh, for a while this year, and, and UNC beat them, and I believe Monday's kid beat the returning number two guy or three at Virginia Tech that night. I he can't, did. not Yeah, that's I can't think of his name. I, yeah, that I can't that, remember that his name. I watched.
2: And it was like, look, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but it was like, I, I don't want to say like he had an easy time because he, he didn't, but it just the flow and everything, he was just, get, I mean, it was just amazing, you know, to be that well, um, you know, for lack of a better term, schooled, no, like, I don't know, he probably had jitters, but it just seemed like he was just calm, relaxed, and it seemed to me like he knew what to do, so that kept the, the, the nervousness down, like he knew if, if this happens, I'm doing this, or whatever, but I'm sorry, but go ahead.
1: Wrestling, you know, these these, kids, these guys will come out, you know, and a lot of the great ones will not worry about rankings, who they're wrestling, if they're an NCAA champ or, you know, a returning All-American and here comes a freshman or, you know, an up-and-comer in who's not really ranked or whatever. You know, especially, you know, Monday's kid, uh, He's obviously his dad's worked with him. Uh, yeah, he's got course. a great coaching staff. And you just go on the mat and you wrestle your match, not worry about defeating the NCA champ. Just go out there and yeah. wrestle, and at the end of the, you know, six, uh, seven minutes, it's, you know, things fall into place if you go out there and wrestle your match. And, you know,
3: yeah.
1: it, 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 was, it was a good match. I did watch the highlights of it, so yeah. it was a good match. Yeah, These well, kids are tough. Okay.
2: And, you know, with, with that being said, it's funny because my, my wife, who hates everything, she hates wrestling, boxing, she, she hates everything, but <laughs> we were talking about that, and she goes, well – he looks really good, but, you know, where does he go after that? The Olympics or whatever? And I said, well, that's an option. You know, you could start, you could, you know, work for the Olympics or whatever. But, you know, a lot of them are starting to, to go into mixed martial arts. So this, this tomorrow, as a matter of fact, for Bellator, Ed Ruth is on the main event, and he's wrestling uh, Amosov. Uh, and I got to tell you, man, there's been an influx of Russians that have been coming into MMA and, and doing damage because they're so, so disciplined or, or whatever, you know. But uh, here's the thing, the question I have for you. Guys like Ed Roof and uh, uh, wrestlers that, that come into mixed martial arts, for some reason, it seems like they feel like they have something to prove, like they want to punch, like they want to stand up and knock somebody out. Because to me, it seems, you know, with your wrestling background, yeah, of course you have to have stand-up. But to me, it seemed like they were just trying to close the distance, get them to the ground, pound them out, and and get what… You know what they came with, get what got them to the promised land. Do do you see that, or do you think that's just me not paying
1: attention? Yeah, I mean, I see a lot of guys trying to prove themselves with their stand up, and in my honest opinion, there are some guys out there like Aaron Pico is great boxing. Yes, I know his his you know his, he he's had some losses there, but he's really young and raw, and uh, I mean he's an outstanding wrestler. And he's great. He's got great stand up, and you know you've got. Um, I, I could go through the list of them that have good quality stand up, but Ed Ruth, I mean, he's got, I've watched a lot of his fights and some of his training uh, videos. Yeah. He's just well, he's a well rounded athlete, just not just in wrestling. He's got a good submission game and his stand up, you know, like Brandon Vera, people don't realize he's in 1FC, he's the heavyweight champ now. Yeah. Uh, I wrestled him in high school and Watching him come up the ranks as this powerful striker, yeah. it's just crazy because he's brutal. You know, he's, yeah. he's he's vicious on his feet, but he was a good wrestler. I mean, he wasn't a Division One like All American, but he wrestled Division One uh, for a yeah. while. So at Old Dominion, and it's so yeah. It these,
2: seems like he found his feet out there. In...
1: Yeah, I think you know. I think a lot of times, some people, some of these fighters can be in a promotion where they're not happy. Whether it be financial or sponsorship or or whatever it may be and luckily we do have other outlets the professional fight league bellator and one fc and one fc has been picking up a lot of great you know uh fighters to their roster uh yeah so mighty mouse you know they've just picking been picking up good guys
2: I think they just need a little bit more exposure and they'll be right up there with Bellator and UFC because they, they, they do some of the fights that I have seen. Well, they even made uh, some uh, uh, for trades, lack of a better term for trades, because Demetrius is out there now and uh, a couple of people that went out there and were doing really well. So it, like you said, it's great. It's another outlet for them to go to, which is always good. And then we are the fans uh, who, who benefit from that because then we can see them out there. So real quick, Jimmy, because I'm running up against the clock i gotta tell you man i tell the people all the time if if, uh, collegiate wrestling or or whatever high school uh the folk style or whatever i always call jimmy jones because you know he always keeps up on it now i'm i'm 54 years old this is my first year where i've been like putting away for retirement and stuff like that and i would i coached for six years and i'm telling you man i miss it I, i don't think a day goes by where i don't miss it just to see kids develop and and just you know be be I think wrestling is the greatest sport ever. I really do. So I'm hoping that once I retire, I can get back into it. But they've cut the programs so much. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I stopped. Because, you know, I was the the buses stopped. You know, taking the kids to and from. So we ended up like shuttling kids back and forth to schools. And it really got to be too much. So, what about yourself? I know, you know, you got all your stuff going on, chasing gators and and whatever out there. But do you miss? Well, it I took a
1: sabbatical day? from all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, go go ahead, finish what you were saying.
2: You, you think you'll ever go back to coaching or, or high school or whatever, whatever uh, level?
1: Uh, you know, when I coached, uh, I, I had one year of a head coach, and I and I did turn around a, a, a program here in Florida in one year. Just, I mean, it was a, it, but it was a team effort. I had great coaches, from, you yeah. Know, University of Northern Iowa, Greg White. I kind of got blessed. As far as I do miss being on the mat, I do miss watching kids develop uh, the excitement, uh, of, you know, a kid winning, uh, even if a kid loses and gives his, you know, leaves everything on the mat. I'm happy, you know, at times, you know, it's, uh, but yeah, I, I, mean, I do miss it. it. It's one of those things that I think I'll always go back to some way, shape or form. Like I'm really good. Like, can I leave it at this? I'm getting into the whole new kind of super fights or super matches like Pat yeah. Downey, three PD three versus, you know, Nick Rodriguez and Gordon Ryan, like I'm keeping up with a lot of those things and I would like to be involved in something like that. That, Those are fun to watch a pure wrestler versus a pure jujitsu grappler submission guy. So those are, but yeah, I think I'll eventually go back. uh, Some way, shape or form, whether it's support, helping up heavyweights, you know, whatnot, I'm just getting old. So.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's true, but it just, to me, it's just, you know, it's just great. I mean, it gives the kids structure, you know, and, and you just just things like that, that, that uh, it does my heart good when I see a kid who's been struggling and take a little extra time with them. And then he does really, really well. I mean, it's just like you just the look on their face is just like, yes, you know, so that that means a lot to me. So, um, well, Jimmy, I got to tell you, man. I appreciate you coming on the show. Hopefully, you know, uh, we'll keep moving forward and and, we've got to go check out that Iowa Penn State one of these days, man. I'm going to work on that, man. Let me do a quick uh, service announcement. Uh, Scotty Nelson, uh, owner and proprietor of On The Mat, help us out, bro. Let's get that next year. All right, Jimmy, there it is, man. We should be able to meet up over there.
1: Sounds good, man. Thanks for the call. And I appreciate it. And and enjoy the rest of the show, buddy.
2: All right. You got it. Thanks for coming on, man. I know you got to get back to work, so we'll keep in touch for sure. All right, my friend. Yes, sir. All
1: right, right, buddy. You
2: got everybody. Jimmy Jones, make sure you check him out on, uh, well, he's in Facebook lockdown, like you said. So once he gets back, check him out on all his social media. (laughs) Jimmy Jones,
1: everybody. Thank you. What's up, everybody? It's the mayor of Slamtown, Johnny Mundo, and you're listening to On The Mat Radio with Bobby Chulo.
2: Gotta love that Johnny Nitro. Um, We're going to go ahead and give Jamie Cannon Milanowski a quick call. Let me just get all my paperwork and stuff over here. Always good to have Jimmy Jones on, man, because that dude is just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to stuff like that, so... Let me just put Jamie's number in here real quick. Uh, as you know, it's just me now. I don't have – because before I used to just be able to go, quit roads, hook it up, and then we'd be good to go. So let me put her number in here real quick. Uh, of course, Jamie Cannon, one of our best guests, because I get a lot of ratings when she's on. Uh, all right, let me call her up real quick here. As that's down, don't forget, you could always go check out onthemath.com. Check out all the latest information up there as well as geek.com. Make sure you check that out. Got to get some more music in here, too, by the way. Hello. Hey, Jamie, it's uh, Fabiano. You're live on On The Mat Radio. Can you hear me? I can't. Oh, good. Man, let me tell you something real quick before we continue. For the people listeners, you're here. You're at On The Mat Radio with your host, your border operator, your booker, the whole nine yards now, Fabi Chulo. And on the line with us right now, good friend of the show, Jamie Cannon. Not Lil Cannon anymore. Jamie Cannon Milanowski. Uh, Jamie, how are you? It's been such a long time since we got to talk to you.
0: I'm doing good. How are you? It has oh, been well, a while. well, you
2: know, I, I gotta tell you, I know, I know it's been a long time and, and we it's funny because when I went to go work for the other um uh show, the first person I wanted to get on was Jamie, but they were trying to get everything together and they were screwing everything up and you know couldn't get it. So then I brought in Cody Rhodes. And I can't remember what happened, but we weren't able to connect or something like that. But, um, you know, Jamie's – I'm telling you, it's still to this day. When I put on my social media, Jamie Cannon Milanowski's is coming on the show, I mean, it just explodes with uh, messages and emails and stuff. And, and I'm like, she's been on the show before. They go, well, where did she come from? Well, where does she live? And then I tell them, because you're still in Alabama, right? Correct. Yeah. I'll say, well, she she lives in Alabama, but she pretty much and they're like Alabama. Well, how come she's not in Hollywood? Why is she not in New York doing fashion week And I'm like, well, you know, I don't know, man. You gotta you gotta call her or or uh, go get on her social media or whatever. Now, do you still get that a lot? Cause you know when I follow you on your Facebook, you have been doing like some small shoots here and there and stuff like that. You still you still into that?
0: Yeah, I haven't done too many photo shoots here recently. Like the past year, I really haven't done. Much at all, as far as like you know, the photo shoot side, the more like feminine side. I really need to get back on that. I've just been focused on training.
2: And yeah. And yeah. is that is that like what pays the bills or whatever? Or I mean, because you know, no. uh, MMA, MMA people don't make very much money, you know what I'm saying? But, um, but do, do, you, keep, do you keep a full time job or do you or how does that work? Uh, I do like uh,
0: pick up bartending gigs on weekends
2: just Uh kind of
0: when I need to. Thankfully, like, sorry, my alarm's going off here. One second. Um, Like, I have a pretty good lifestyle where, like, my bills aren't something that I have to worry about. Uh So much as, like, you know, maybe other fighters who have families to take care of, like, I only have to take care of me. So, you know, with fighting, like, I just put money away and it carries me over into the next fight and the next fight. So when I do need extra, I'll just, I'll do like bartending for uh, like weddings and stuff. I work for Hop.
2: that's
0: uh-huh. here local in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. So, Well,
2: that's, that's cool because that gives you time to train and, and if you, you know, especially when you're getting right. ready for a fight or whatever frees you up to do that. Now, real quick for the people listening to us. Um, you know, I gotta, uh, I gotta tell you, I got a whole new audience, a whole new thing. Cause we, we, I know you're not, uh, don't keep up too much with the show, but we had uh, shut down because my boss had had moved out to, uh, to Mexico. He built two hospitals, and then uh, all this stuff happened, and so we sh- We, he said, well, we're gonna have to shut it down for for a little while or whatever. But within two weeks. The jiu-jitsu community, the MMA community, they were calling him, and they're like, hey, man, you know, can you get that show back on? You know, we, that's a, a vehicle for us to promote our stuff, and, you know, we appreciate it. So we we were only down for two weeks, which was great. I was so happy. You know, he called me and he said, hey, man, I'm going to bring you guys back up or whatever. So, you know, we I just can't begin to tell you how much I appreciate the MMA community and stuff like that. So then when we finally got back on the air, two shows in, my producer <laughs> – my producer couldn't be on anymore due to circumstances beyond his control. So the boss is like, hey, man, why don't you just do it yourself? Stop more worrying about other people or whatever and just get on by yourself. Hold on a second. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a cold. So no. this this is this is really the first show where it's just me, and, and I've been with On The Map for seven years. So putting everything back together or whatever, that's why I have people like Jamie Huck because, I mean, it equals ratings. I mean it just does. So – that's why we have Jamie on talking about you know little things like that, photo shoots and that because that's what the people, I'm, and I'm telling this to you, that's what the people like want. Well, first of all, some of the questions they want me to ask are just ridiculous. I don't I don't know if you get that a lot or whatever, but it's like, well, it's, I'm, I'm cleaning it up. You know what I mean? It's like, well, does she work? And uh, does she have a boyfriend? And does she? How does she train? Is her? Does she only date uh, uh, MMA people um, or whatever? And I'm like, you know, seriously, when I get her on. I want to talk, you know, MMA and training and stuff like that. So do you still get that, you know, with people asking or going on your social media and stuff like that and asking all those questions?
0: Yeah, I do. Um, most of the time I just won't really engage, honestly. I'm pretty introverted and selective in my conversations. So it's, yeah. it's not going to breed any goodness in my life. Like I just don't entertain it. But, you know, like, I live a very like boring lifestyle when I think about it. Like I really just go to the gym. <clears throat> I you know, make my, prepare my lunch, go back to the gym, yeah. go back home, maybe t- take a little nap or something, and then I'm right back at the gym. So it's all day. I only go, you know, three places, the gym, the grocery store,
2: and home. Yeah. So- and you yeah, and you kind of have to be that way because you never know, especially at at the point that you're at now. They could call you with one week's notice, uh, or five days notice, or whatever. So you really have to be ready, right?
0: Correct. And like with the gym I'm at, we don't we don't do fight camps. Like there is no. Uh-huh. You know, train for eight weeks and then after your fight, take break off. Like we really don't need to. We train smart and we're all healthy. We take care of each other, so there is no, you know, like camp or time off. And I really love the gym that I'm at at Spartan. Yeah, right. You know, so it's, after my as long as I'm healthy, I'm right back on the mat on Monday.
2: Yeah, that's a Spartan Spartan Fitness training in Birmingham, Alabama. Correct. SBG. yeah because we get you know we I get those questions a lot not only for you but uh, I had Sarah McMahon on not too long ago and she she went to go train with Team Alpha Male because she wanted to work on her wrestling and she said no you know it's no knock against my my uh people that I train with I've been training with them for a long time but once in a while you know I might want to go over here to to work on my wrestling or I might want to go to Thailand to work on my Muay Thai or whatever, does that come into your mind at all? do you figure, look, man, I'm going to stick with the people I got, you know, it's more of a family here or whatever, or or does that ever come into your mind or just strictly uh, I'm with this family and that's that?
0: It really doesn't come to mind because I feel confident in everything that I'm getting at Spartan. Like there's no reason to go anywhere else. And that's why I love it so much is I'm really getting everything I need. I'm getting Moika, I'm getting, the proper conditioning. I'm getting the wrestling, the boxing, the jiu-jitsu, Like everything is available, and i it's right there every day. And yeah, I'm grateful for that.
2: Yeah, that that's cool. And like I said, it's like a family. You kind of like it becomes your family. You you know, and you see them all the time, yeah. and you know, you kind of kind of you know enjoy going, and, and it makes it a little bit better, more of a family atmosphere. But real quick for the li- people listening the same thing. It was- Uh, Exactly. Um, you're here on the mat radio. We're talking to Jamie Cannon, Milanowski. Now everything's still good to go for this big shamrock showdown.
0: Yes. Everything's good to go. Blood work, contracts, everything's set, posters up. Both of us (laughs) said yes.
2: (laughs) Again, that's, that's the thing that we talk about a lot on this show. People, people just see the finished product. You're in the cage, you're ready to go, but people don't see that the blood work, uh, Cut cutting weight uh, if somebody doesn't make the way you got to change the contracts and you know it's just so much that that goes into it so that that's why i asked but real quick for the people listening to us it's shamrock showdown uh jamie's gonna fight somebody named trish Cicero. it's tuesday the 17th of march at the seminole hard rock in hollywood florida now tuesday when before when they would say, oh my God, they're going to have a fight on Tuesday. Then, what are they thinking? Because most of the time fights are on a Friday or a Saturday, you know, because people work. But now oh. it's become so huge. You know, MMA as a whole. People can have a show on a Tuesday or a Wednesday and pack that place because people really want to come to see it. So um, are you familiar with this with this uh, fighter, Trish, uh Cicero?
0: I actually heard of her early in my pro career because um, she she's been fighting for a while. She's I saw an American top team. And when I trained briefly at ATT in Georgia, I trained uh-huh. there for a year. You no, know, there was a lot of talk about her. And, you know, they were like, oh, you should fight her. But then it'd be weird because we're both ATT at the time. <laughs> and so the fight didn't happen because we we're considered teammates, even though never meeting each other. And yeah. so since, you know, leaving the, that gym, um. I believe it was, I don't know, someone had posted on Facebook about, you know, an opponent needed, and so I messaged him, and I was like, hey, I you know, I'd love do? to do it, I need a fight right now, so March would be yeah. perfect for me, and it was the right weight, so everything's good to go. Um, She's pretty well, well-rounded fighter. I'm excited to step in the cage with her.
2: Yeah, that's, she's really to me, go ahead.
0: Mm-hmm. She's just professional in her, you know, the way she carries herself and yeah. she's not over here talking smack and making things weird. So that's cool. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. And and see, this is what um, I was talking about earlier. Um, when you talk about it, J- I have so much respect for people like, let's say, uh, Nick Diaz, because he wants to fight the best. He's like, hey, man, this guy's supposed to be the best. I'll fight him or whatever that I can appreciate. And I have no problem With him fighting that person. And if he loses, so what? The guy just comes to fight. And for people who don't know, that Jamie's fought, she's never fought nobody that's like not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? uh, Like couldn't hang or whatever. I mean, because when I first saw her, she had just beat Yumi Matsumoto, um, who's very Mm -hmm. well rounded. Then she, yeah, then she fought Nico Montana. And and it was really, you know, back and forth. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, your last fight, it was against uh, Amanda Bobby Cooper, right? Yes, mm-hmm. who's no joke. I mean, she just came from the UFC and stuff like that. So I that's that's what I'm saying. And what I have, you know, I have so many fighters on here like that that like Sean Shirk and people like that who 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 used to be in the UFC. And they said, you know, they all say the same thing. You know, UFC is more like a business now. They have to have x amount yeah. of fights or whatever because it's a business. So you don't really see the best of the best, which is what you should see or whatever so the point i'm trying to make is somebody like jamie she doesn't you know like she said she said hey this girl is looking for a fight this is perfect i'll message him and i'll go out and and fight so i have more respect for people that do that than they say well i don't want to fight this guy because he looks a little bit too tough for me so i'm gonna fight this person or whatever you know what i mean and i don't want the sport to get like boxing you kind of get what i'm saying yeah
0: and i think that's the you know a good part about the evolution of MMA is where when it first started, it was just like, let's just fight and see <clears throat> each other and it was just like almost violent, but now it's yeah. more like this is a business, this is a career, this is a lifestyle, this is you know, we're yeah. all professional athletes, there's less like insanity involved with it, and it, I feel like it's becoming more of a now than it was in mm.
2: Yeah, and, and I agree one hundred percent. It is and even like I've had jiu jitsu guys on here who, you know, have just got their black belts or whatever, they said, Well, at least now, the way everything's coming up, you can you can be a jiu jitsu black belt and be able to open your own place and be able to make money, you know, in, in, in the jiu jitsu yeah. world as well as MMA, which is to me is great. It's just great, man. I'm I'm so happy that stuff like that's going on. But Real quick for the people, listeners, don't forget check out Jamie Cannon Milanowski. Uh, always huge when she comes on the show because I get so many ratings, so I appreciate that. But she's going to be fighting at the Shamrock Showdown against Trish Cesero. Uh, it's going to be on a Tuesday, March seventeenth, at the Seminole Hard Rock in Hollywood, Florida. If they if they follow you on Facebook or whatever, is there a place where they can you know if they want to get tickets or whatever they can go through there? Uh, I do post mostly on my
0: Instagram now. Um, okay, it's Low Cannon Four. And that's where I'll probably post more than that. Uh, okay. Facebook, I'll do some sharing of, you know, whatever information is necessary. So Facebook's still Jamie Cannon Milanowski. But I'm sure you could just search Jamie Milonakis and it'll Yeah, pop up and too.
2: <laughs> it it'll take you right to there or whatever. Well, we wish you the best of luck for sure. You know, I appreciate you coming on because it helps me out so much. Jamie's been a good friend of the show for for such a long time. We definitely wish you the best of luck. You know, at this big fight coming up at Spartan Fight, so we'll be uh, we'll keep in touch. Let you know if we got something big coming up. You're always welcome to come on the show and promote it. Uh, whatever you got guys got going on charity show at the dojo or whatever, you are more than welcome to come on here. Okay.
0: Yay. Thank you. Appreciate
2: you. <laughs> All right, you got it. Jamie Cannon Milanowski, everybody. Make sure you check her out. Big Fight's coming up. Talk to you soon. Right. What's up, everybody?
1: It's the mayor of Slamtown, Johnny Mundo, and you're listening to On The Mat Radio
3: with Bobby Chulo.
2: That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Johnny Nitro himself, who's actually in the WWE now, um, checking him out. He just wrestled with The Miz against Roman Reigns and all them. I think, you know, I'm happy for him because he's actually making some big bucks now, but I just would like to see his his uh, talents used uh, what I'm looking for elsewhere or something like that So, um, big thanks to Jamie Cannon Milanowski for coming on, always great to have her on she's always uh, great man, I mean ratings like a mug so we're going to call Kayam the Luchador he, uh, talk about his big show coming up So, let me talk to him real quick we've been going back and forth for so long now. hey Kayam, Baviano, you're you. live on On The Met Radio, can you hear me? Uh, and it's a pleasure to be on, on, on the air, my <laughs> hey, brother. Hey, I got to tell you, man, uh, you know, it, it's, you know, we were doing, first of all, real quick for the people listeners, so you're here, you're on the mat radio with Fabi Chulo, yes. just Favi Chulo, no, nobody else anymore. And we're talking to Cayenne the luchador. You know, I don't have, I don't have Cody Rhodes. Anymore. You know, we, we were shut down for a couple of weeks, because of my boss was was doing, I guess, when you're building hospitals in, in Mexico, and then you go to Puerto Rico to build hospitals, you know, some priorities take place. But then we got back on the air. Because the people wanted it and we were doing so well. And then Cody yes. just he had to he had to leave. So the boss is like, Hey man, just do everything yourself. I'm gonna send you the passcodes. I'm gonna send you everything. Just just you don't have to worry about anybody else. You can put whatever time you want or whatever. So we're still here. So so luckily, you know, this is actually the first show. Uh, I did a test show last week. But this is the first show which okay. is no Cody Rhodes or whatever. So I said, I got first of well, all, let me tell you, I wasn't gonna put Guyama until next Thursday because it's a little bit closer to the show. But when I saw this this card, I'm like, God, this is stacked. This is probably one of the most stacked, stacked cards brother. that I've seen. Tell, tell me a little bit about that. Did you yes, guys decide, look, man, we're gonna we're gonna load it up or how'd that come about?
3: Well, uh, look at Lucha Liberty Alliance is always out there with the first thought in our minds is Our fans. That's the number one thing. Uh, They're everything to us. I mean, they spend their hard earned money every show, and so we want to give them the best, the best, and we've got the best. Uh, It's it's from the very beginning, opening match to the main event, it's stacked, and and we're very proud of this card. And I know all the fans, when they show up, they're going to walk out of there satisfied, happy uh go home sunday and rest and and gear up for the
2: for the week but uh yeah. it's gonna
3: be well spent money let me tell you
2: i i agree well let me tell you um i, I a, for some reason i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say because the the as, as much as Guyem and i have been going back and forth and we fought everywhere or whatever i've always had respect because you and and enigma put so much into it i mean you're at uh you know, uh, Puerta Escondidos, whatever you call them, <laughs> and, uh, all yeah, those different Puerto, places. Puerto From... Cundido, yes, we'll yeah. be there.
3: Then, we'll be there in uh, two weeks.
2: The, the last show I was out, I came out the curtain. I thought it was goddamn WrestleMania. There was, I mean, that place was packed. <laughs> I mean, there was so many people. Yes, and like, will be these, just as, as, yeah, as, as. I'm like these guys are actually doing something right. So, anyways, we go we go back and forth. Uh. Guyam uh, wins the belts, him and Vito. Uh, you know, which is smart because yes. Vito's, you know, he's a young kid. Uh, I wrestled him last week. Let me tell you something. <laughs> it turned out yeah. to be a three way. This kid was picking me up yes. like I'm two seventy eight right now, and and this oh, kid was no, no. picking me up like I like, was yeah, like I was nothing. I was like holy. But anyways, so uh, you know, I always tell Kaim, wow, well, you know, this is why I respect him because he said okay, because I told him I said ah, oh, you guys won the belts. You're wrestling young kids or whatever. You need to wrestle men, you know, that have been in the business because we know. And lo, <laughs> yes, lo and behold, he said, "Okay, you got your shot. You you want a shot at these belts? Bam! Sure. You're and a well, man of your word, Bobby, and I appreciate it."
3: First of all, Bobby, I mean, you're, you're a headliner, and uh, and your your uh, career is is uh, respected by everybody, and so uh, you, of course, you deserve a shot. I mean, uh, the fans know that. Know your 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 complete dedication to the business, and so when you said, "Hey, I'm available for that day," and that would I would be honored to go for those titles, I said, "Shit, yeah." I talked to <laughs> to the neighbor, he said, "Bring them on, bring them yeah. on," and so and then, you know, it's fantastic. That, that's 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 on this for the uh, March eighth, and I, I got and a lot of
2: uh, I got a lot of texts and I got a lot of messages uh, and stuff even before I went on the air, and they're like. Well, I think I am trying to put you and Jason Castro together to say, well, look, the American luchador can't hang with the Mexican luchador. I said, well, Vito's Italian. And they no. said, exactly. That's what we're trying to
3: prove here. But No, it's not like that. Both of you guys, Jason also has been a guy who's been around forever,
2: yeah. second-generation
3: wrestler. I mean, this guy has gone to Mexico City, to Japan. Yeah. So, no, no. I Like I've told you before, I really don't believe in this American wrestling and, and lucha. It yeah. it's, it's if you're a wrestler, you 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 work for years and years and with all nationalities. That's what makes a wrestler. I mean, there's there's a very small distinction between American and Mexican. It yeah. it just all balls out, man. And you give the fans everything. They don't give a crap if you're yeah. your yellow, green, polka dot. They just <laughs> want to see. They just want to see you know, for giving your heart out to them. That's what yeah. matters, you know. And and with I, I you guys. Javi and Jason Castro, it's gonna be one hell of a match, my brother.
2: I, I agree one hundred percent. But real quick, uh let's let's go over this card, man, because this is I'm I mean we, yes. I talk about stacked. It's stacked. So let's start with the first one, Super Gabacho against Mr. California.
3: No, the the opener is
2: uh uh, uh <coughs> I got him sorry.
3: The, the the opener is this kid, uh Romeo Cruz. Romeo Cruz is his name. Uh he's from EWF. And he's going against Archidemis. Archidemis uh-huh. is a, a young young guy coming up coming up the ranks. And last time they gave one heck of a match, and so this is a rematch. Archidemis yeah. lost the match. Romeo stole it, so he, he he asked for the rematch, and he got it. Now the second match has been a, a a war. The a little mini war has been going on for already a couple of months, and that's Cali Mister California versus. Uh, Super Gavacho, in a thumbtack match. <laughs> which been, uh, our fans have not really seen this. this uh, uh, yeah. uh, in Español it's Lucha de tachuelas. Tachuelas is yeah. thumbtack. And yeah. so these guys, you know, you know, California has a reputation of being whack. And oh, so yeah. he says, I want this guy. I've lost three, three times in a row to this guy. I know I'm better than him, but in my territory. And, and Enigma says, hey, Gavacho, are you willing to go for it? He says, I'll take him anywhere, anywhere he wants. So that's the match. That's the second match. Uh, Mr. California against uh, Super Gavacho in in a thumbtack match. That's the second
2: match. that's crazy.
3: That's crazy. That's crazy. Third match. uh, Lucha Libre, uh, uh, semi-heavyweight champ, uh, Jaguar de Oro, and Alas de Oro, and then taking up with Baby Power against... Twisto, Atomic, and then uh, uh, Baby's uh, nemesis, Imperio Jr. That's yes. the third match.
2: Well, let, well, let, let me take the something fourth uh, matches, real quick yes, on sir. that match right there. I, I have yep. never seen a wrestler that has more over than Baby Power. I mean, that that guy. Wow, gives,
3: the fans love him.
2: Yeah, even my nephew. We went to go do a show and he they was on. There. He's like, kids. "Okay, can I go get a picture with Baby Power?" And I'm come que Baby Power. I'm your uncle. you <laughs> no, no, but I want to go get a picture. But so he, <laughs> he ran over there to go get a picture with with Baby Power. So that's that's huge right there. de Oro, Alas de Oro, and then Twisto and Atomic are the ones that you beat for the belts. So yeah, they're former yeah, champions, former champions. So that's gonna be guys,
3: huge. These guys, these guys are hurting. They 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 hate not having <clears> those, <throat> those uh straps around their waist. They, they can't wait for an, another chance to, to regain them. I don't know. I mean, these yeah. guys are good. This match, if they win this match, well, I guess they're in line for a rematch. But yeah. uh, this is a real good uh, six-tag uh, match. And then, yes. of course, the semi for the uh, Lucha Libre Alliance tag team titles, uh, two great challengers, and that's Fabi Chulo and Jason uh, Graffiti Kid Castro against uh, yours truly, Shivo Kayam, and my tag team champ, uh, Vito Fratelli. And I tell yes. you, it's a, it's a really very un- – uh, how can I describe it? It's a very emotional thing, turning with a belt, turning to my tag team and not having enigma there, you know? Yeah. It's the first yeah. time I ever hold a tag team title with somebody other than my brother. So yes. it, it, it's, it's taking some adjustment, but, but Vito's so freaking good and so yeah. strong. I could depend on this kid. And uh, uh, he hasn't let me down uh, yet. So I think uh, you and Jason have your hands full, my friend.
2: Well, and it's well, going is... to be
3: a, a, a tough match, a, a gentleman's match. But I'm well, sure the, the, the number one
2: winner, of course, is going to be the fans. Of course. Of course. Well, this is what happened. Yes, At the show, it was that Sunday. <coughs> I finished wrestling Vito and all that. And uh, I was winded. I mean, I was – I mean. I, I'm I'm used to being the aggressor, but this guy was picking me up, and I was like, "Oh my God!" Yeah. So I went and I sat down. And Superboy he comes over and he goes, "Hey man," he goes, "If you're going to be wrestling those guys for the bills, you you better get yourself in shape." I said, "I know I've been training. I've been really working." Nice. I said, "Well, you better step it up." He said, "Cause it's just going to get worse." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Hey, I I agree 100." percent So I'm I'm telling you here on this show, I will be ready. It will be a match, and like you said, the, pe- the oh, fans are the that. ones who are going to be very happy. So talk about that main event real
3: quick. Yes, sir. And then the main event, of course, uh, the the World Lucha Libre Alliance champ, heavyweight champ, the the tremendous black metal, uh, this time tagging up with, um, with Venom, and then Dr. Kruger, Who's a big son of a bitch? The yeah. fans love this guy because he's so impressive. I mean, he just comes out and he has that 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 that, that, that lucha look, that big guy, you know, like he's a throwback <laughs> from the from the '50s, you know. Yeah, and uh, shit, that's one hell of a trio. And they're going against <laughs> former champs who's dying for a rematch. And that's the, the f- favorite Warhog. And then. Uh, tagging up with Rayo de Plata is he is coming back where he was away for a while, and yeah. Flecha Fugaz, who's who's a guy that uh comes to San everywhere. This guy wrestles, the fans are impressed. He's yeah. got the he's got the 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 weight, but he's got the moves, and, yeah. and that's why the title of, of this is Guerra de Titanes War yes. of the Titans because that's what these and, six guys are, man. They're, they're big I dudes. Would, and I, hope, I would say... I, hope, uh, uh, I was seeing the owner tighten up those ropes. <laughs> reinforced. And re- <laughs> reinforce that gym and that, that ring. That's a lot, a lot of beef
2: right there, man. I agree. Let me tell you, I call Fletch Fugaz uh, like the Barney Rubble of, uh, of wrestling because he's that's like right. a uh, like a fire hydrant. He's just like a like a rock. You know what I mean? Like solid. So that's going to be huge. I, I got to tell you, man, I, I, I that's why I got to show respect because that... That's a lineup and a half, man. You guys really stacked it up yes. and put, you know, put a card out yes, there. Sir. So for the people listening, make sure you check it out. It's going to be Sunday, March eighth, at the Lucha Libre Arena. It's uh, what is it, one thirty two East Florence, right?
3: East Florence, is, <coughs> in the corner with uh, with Maine. You can't you can miss yes. it. Uh, yes. so there's a big banner out there, uh, and you you'll see it. You'll see balloons out there. It, it's always a festive mood. Oh, and uh, yeah. we like the people the <laughs> moment they walk through that door there's really music there's food there's there's uh
2: water, merchandise everything
3: you 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 want a little uh, merch plenty of merch uh you want a little beer go for it uh <laughs> it it it's just, is just a family oriented thing where the dad has a good time and the kids love
2: it man I I agree I, and I, and I, I hope don't everybody think it shows up anybody's ever come out of there disappointed. Everybody who goes to the shows always has a good time. Totally well, worth it to come down and check it out. So that's what for it's the people, about. Is just, yeah, make sure you come down and check it out. I'll keep everybody posted on the social media as it gets closer. And we got a couple of live please, events please. that we're going to promote. <clears throat> so we'll make sure right. we keep everybody posted. So, Hey, Guyane, well, I I fans, really appreciate we, you. Can coming we let on. your fans
3: know about this Saturday?
2: Go for it. Oh, it's, it's not yeah, this, this Saturday. Day. It's the following one. <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's not not this Saturday. Yeah. I tried for this Saturday, but they couldn't. So it's the following Saturday, which would be the the week before. Yeah. So I'll keep everybody posted on that. It's at the 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 Orchateria. Yeah. It's at the Orchateria on on, uh, Alondra. Man, it's always a good technique. Have you, now, real quick before we go, have you had anything from there? Because I had the the combination Orchata coffee drink and it was outstanding. Have you had anything from there?
3: I uh, know I had I had a split ahead
2: horchata and that
3: thing was so refreshing and so beautiful, oh. so so Mexican.
2: Well, last time we went with Cody Rhodes, he got the it was the concha bread split in half, uh. with uh, horchata ice cream, <laughs> whipped cream and oh, caramel drizzle. Oh my god, he the, I mean you want to talk oh, about man, a smile that's... from year to year? It was a, it was amazing. Ooh, so boy, <laughs> we'll keep <laughs> everybody. Okay. i
3: probably have that when I go
2: there. Uh, Oh, it, it's it's the stuff they have over there is amazing. I, I gotta have coffee and leave because if not, I'll, I'll eat too much. Yeah, there, everybody, so.
3: everybody, all your listeners, you guys gotta check out Orchateria, Orchateria in in Downey, correct? Downey.
2: It's it's in the city of Paramount on Downey and Alondra Avenue. It's right right up the oh, oh, right oh, there. The so city of Paramount. We'll, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. we'll keep we'll keep it. Last time we went, it was pretty cool. We played some chap trivia and, and and it was a really good time. So we'll make sure we we do that again. So I'll keep everybody posted on the social media uh, to my my friend Guyam I, I hey. You know, you actually made Thank me step my up brother. my game, man. I I gotta tell you, you know, you really, you really well, bumped it up. Well, my brother, man. Just, that's what keep raising that bar. It's all about, my brother. <laughs> yeah, that's okay, what I'm about. Okay, All right, wow, e, always always, guy. Always a pleasure okay, to okay. have you on. We'll make sure we keep all everybody posted. You got it, guy. Everybody, check him out.
3: Thank you, everybody. God bless everyone, and see you on March
1: Thank you, For sure. Thank <laughs> you. What's up, everybody? It's the mayor of Slamtown, Johnny Mundo, and you're listening to On The Mat Radio with Bobby Chulo.
2: That's what I'm talking about at Johnny Nitro. Uh, Big thanks, man, to all my people for coming on and being patient with me, because not only is it my first show by myself, but I'm sick. Uh, Everybody's on the radio going, wow, is that your Demi Moore impression? Or whatever, but I'm just sick, man. That's why the voice is different, but... Big thanks to Jimmy Jones for coming on, talking some wrestling, some college wrestling, and you know, talking about that Penn State Iowa rivalry that we got to go check out. And of course, Jamie Cannon milanowski big fights coming up for her at Spartan Fights. We'll keep everybody posted on that. And my good friend Guyam, you know, for uh, I, that show's huge. I'm telling you, when I saw it, I was like, man, this guy really stacked the deck or whatever. So I uh, definitely want to check that out. Um, we'll keep moving. We're going to keep moving forward. I'm going to stack it up next week too. I'm going to get some uh, ex UFC fighters on here so we can talk about, you know, the state of the UFC because all those controversial decisions and stuff like that, that we got going on. So we'll see everybody here next week, seven to eight o'clock. Sometimes we'll go till eight fifteen, but seven to eight o'clock today. So we'll see everybody next week to all my people who are listening. Appreciate you, man.